guys. What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome back again to the Pot on the Go show. I'm your host, Raz, and thank you for joining me. Anybody out there listening, I just want to say it again. Thank you guys for joining me this show. Whether it's one person, two person, or 200 people, or 2,000 people maybe one day in the future, thank you guys for watching. I really appreciate it. Uh, this week, we're talking about production and how to improve your show. I'm trying to give you some practical tips and really dive deep on a couple topics. Today is going to be one of those topics because it's Podcasting 201. Again, this is for podcasters who've put out quite a few episodes. You have a following growing. You have your your pre, you know, you have your production kind of set up. You know, you know what you're doing, right? You know what you're doing, but you want to improve. You want to level up your show. Today, we're going to talk about the zone. Getting in the zone. I always want to say auto zone after that. Get in the zone, auto zone, right? But today we're talking about the zone and being present. Being present is the one thing that, no, no, again, nobody talks about. I'm trying to bring you guys topics on stuff that you can't find on other podcast shows, right? And one of those is being present. I hate watching a podcast and somebody picks up their cell phone and starts doing a little, you know, doing the thumb dance. I hate that. You know, if you don't have the, if it's not important enough to you to be present, why am I watching your show? Why am I listening to your podcast? If you're not there with the guest or with your content or, you know, your material, whatever, why are you even there? And why am I there listening to you? So you have to be present. It's something that's so, it's, it's, it's so important, especially in a media-driven, social media-conscious world that we live in. It's so important to be to take some time and just be present with your your guest or your podcast, okay? It's not the time. If you have a breaking news podcast, then you need a producer. You need somebody else outside of you in the audience that can pull up breaking news for you and alert you to it and find facts. Then that that should be one of the first places you invest in so that you personally can turn your phone off and be present. So we're going to talk about flow. And a lot of what I'm talking about is going to come from the author of this book, Flo. I cannot say his name. Mihai. Here we go. Mihai Csikszentmihalyi. Mihai Csikszentmihalyi. Very, very nice looking guy. This is his Wikipedia picture. Uh, somebody, somebody did him dirty with the picture. You know, so they could have got him a better picture to, to, to better show what his mind has in store, if that makes sense. To better represent the brilliance of this man, right? And I, I hate it because I always get pictures like this, of this because I smile all the time. I'm always laughing and joking around. So people always snap a picture and I end, up, I end up looking like this guy, even though I'm brilliant, right? Who gets, who gets it? Who gets in the zone? Educators, teachers, speakers, musicians, um, athletes, spiritual leaders, gamers, coders, programs, programmers, and I want to also say that podcasters and hosts of radio shows get into it as well, right? The cool thing about this list, everybody listening to this has probably been in the zone before because you've been one of these things at one point in your life, I'm sure. It's, it's almost 100% chance you've been an athlete or a musician or a skater or a gamer or a programmer. You've built a website. Uh, sometimes I'll, I'll build a website. I'll, I'll lose hours of a day working on one thing. So I know you've been there before. And the really cool thing about it is, is that if a teacher is in the zone and they get into a flow state, then 
the student will get into it as well. If a musician gets into a state of flow, a jazz artist, Herbie Hancock, or, you know, a rapper, I don't know, Lil Wayne, you know what I'm saying? When, they, when they're on stage and they get into a, a serious state of flow where it's nothing but the music and them and the audience, then the audience also gets into that state. And it's a beautiful thing. And the same thing happens with podcasts. The same thing happens with podcasts. If you're a podcaster and you get into a state, the state of flow, the, you know what I'm saying, get into the zone with your guest or with your content, then your audience will also feel that. And they'll, they'll, they will not stop the podcast. They will not, if they can pull into their driveway at home and they'll stay in the car and listen to the rest of your podcast because they're in the zone with you. They don't want to go in the house and interrupt it. They might miss an exit while they're driving. They might run for longer just to finish hearing your podcast if you can get in the zone. And that's valuable. So what is flow? And I'm going to read a lot today because uh, I try to do a little bit of research, but all this is found on uh, Wikipedia, you know, the best research in the world. In positive psychology, a flow state, also known colloquially as being in the zone, is the mental state in which a person performing some activity is fully immersed in a feeling of energized focus, full involvement and enjoyment in the process of the activity. In essence, flow is characterized by the complete absorption in what one does and a resulting transformation in one's sense of time. We've all been there. You know, we've all been there. We've all been on a run and we lose track of time or we're, you know, uh, playing playing a pickup basketball game with a friend and we're so involved in it, we don't realize that two hours have passed because we just don't want to lose. That's, or, you know, even playing play Monopoly, playing a game, you know, the same thing happens in podcasting. Have you ever been interviewing someone as a podcaster and you lose complete track of time? By the end of the show, you you know, you look at your watch and you say, wow, hour and a half has gone by. It felt like five minutes. That's that's beautiful. That means that you are completely absorbed in the task at hand. You are completely absorbed in the person that you're talking to. And that is a that's a gift in this day and time. That that is a gift that you're giving that person. That's a gift that you're giving your audience. The ability to be in the zone. It's the one thing I did really well on I do really well on all of my interviews is I'm able to block everything else out. If a child is sick, it doesn't matter. If my my wife is sick, it doesn't matter. You know, nothing else matters. If I'm broke, if my bank account's in the negative, it doesn't matter because I'm right here with you right now. And the present moment is a gift. And that's really all that matters at the end of the day. Uh, so how do you get into, into it? Flow theory postulates three conditions that have to be met to achieve a flow state. One. One must be involved in an activity with a clear set of goals and progress. This adds direction and structure to the task. So how does this relate to podcasting? If you are interviewing somebody, this is where the prep work that I talked about yesterday comes in. If you know the person's background a little bit, if you know the person's industry a little bit, their expertise, if you listen to some of their talks, if you read their book, then it's easier to get into a state of flow because now you can kind of direct a conversation. You have a goal that you're trying to reach. When you bring a person on your show, you want to make sure that you know where you want the conversation to lead. It might go somewhere completely different. It might wind back and forth, but you have to have a question or two that you want that person to ask answer specifically. You know, you have to have a, a if you're just doing a talk yourself, if you're doing something like what I'm doing now, there has to be a goal that you want to reach at the end. There has to be a, a point that you want to make sure that you clarify for the audience. 
that's how you get that's step one to getting into a state of flow. There has to be a goal. Step two, the task at hand must have a clear and immediate must have clear and immediate feedback. This helps the person negotiate any changing demands and allows them to adjust their performance to maintain the flow state. This is key. If you are interviewing somebody, you have to be you have to be present in order to notice their body language and the feedback that they give you. If you are taking notes or writing notes, which I did a couple of times, bad mistake. But if you are using your cell phone or you're worried about the audio levels or you're worried you know, if a camera piece of equipment falls behind you, you have to be able to still like stay focused on that person. Because if you're checking your phone, you're going to miss when a person, you know, tilts their head to the side or sits back in a chair or folds their hands or, you know, squints their eyes a little bit. To you know, to listen to you better, you're gonna miss all these body, these subtle, these subtle body language changes, and that is going to um, s- severely inhibit the success of your podcast because you're not going to be, you know, in tune with the person across from you. And if you can't do that, you're not gonna be able to dive deep on any topic, you know. And the key there is like, if when you do see those body languages, you have to, you have to address it. If a person squints their eye or if a person takes their time answering one question or, uh, you know, if they're just firing through answers, but you, you notice that one question gives them trouble, ask, ask them about it. Ask them, you know, why, why did that question trouble you so much? And just be quiet and see what they see what they say. You know, why did you, you know, hesitate to answer this question versus the other ones? And but if you're not in the zone. If you're if your mind's out here but the person's right here, you 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 won't even pick up on that cue. So that's that's something practical. That's why being in flow is important. And you have to maintain that so cuz that's feedback. That's feedback they're giving you. Maybe their voice changes, their voice becomes high pitched or maybe they chuckle a little bit under their breath. You know, or maybe you you know, you notice a weird tick that they have. Like you have to be attuned to all of that. And number three, one must have a good balance between the perceived challenges of the task at hand and their own perceived skills. One must have confidence in one's ability to complete the task at hand. So this relates to podcasting in that if you have a person coming on talking about swimming, then you should have some questions pertaining to the industry that they're an expert in swimming. You know, you should have some questions on um, improving speed or, you know, increasing speed and lowering your time doing laps. You should have questions on beginners, you know, questions for a beginner trying to swim. You know, you have to be on their level just a little bit. You don't have to be an expert in what they're talking about, but you have to be prepared to at least sound like one and have some educated questions ready for your guests. Okay. That's going to allow you, because then you'll feel like, you know, you can be a part of the conversation you'll feel like you're on the same, you know, level as them. Even if you're not, you know, maybe it's a billionaire CEO that you're interviewing and you're just a thousand dollar CEO, but you can still have some questions that a billionaire CEO will be able to answer and they'll they'll understand a lot more than you do. So that's, you want to make sure that you're on the same level as the person that you're interviewing or the content you're talking about. Uh, Three states. So barriers to entry. There's some things that are going to keep you away from getting into the flow state. 
Some of the challenges to staying in flow include states of apathy, boredom, and anxiety. So if you are bored during an interview, if you are apathetic to a subject matter that you're talking about, if you have anxiety about, I don't know, about the topic, if you're talking about something that you're not comfortable talking about, if you're talking about politics or you're not a political person, if you're talking about, um, I don't know, I don't know what some, I don't know, chess, but you've never played before. You have no interest in ever playing. If you're, you know, if you're apathetic about it, you know, these are the things that will keep you from getting in flow. These states in general differ from being in a state of flow and that flow occurs when challenges match one's skill level. Consequently, Mihai has said, if challenges are too low, one gets back to flow by increasing them. If challenges are too great, one can return to the flow state by learning new skills. Okay, so if you're going to interview someone who you feel is above you in a certain in a certain aspect, you have to increase your skills before the interview so that you can feel like you're on the same level as them. If someone's below you, you feel nobody should be below you, first of all. And I'll tell you why in a second. But this you have to realize that everybody can teach you something about something. You know, I've interviewed so many crazy people from all different industries of life and all different walks of life, all different success levels. And every single one of those people I learned something from. So the key to keeping interest in a conversation that you don't think you'll be interested in is to continue to just just dive deeper, just just weave your way around and everything that sparks a little bit of interest, dive down that, you know, go down that road a little bit and then come back to the main road. But you just you got to find these little things to spark interest, and then you have to give some of yourself as well. So if a person is talking about, I don't know, if a person is talking about music production, and you really don't know anything about music, but you have a favorite artist, talk to them about that artist, or talk to them about a genre that they love, and ask them why they love that genre. For instance, my my buddy Tyler, who I bring up all the time, he loves the Beatles. He knows everything about the Beatles. It's crazy. I don't get it, right? Of course, I I, I like a few of their songs. They're classics. But I don't get why there was such a like the Beatles many was a thing. So whenever we talk about the Beatles, even though I don't know Jack Squad about it, I still try to dive down and learn new things about them, you know, by asking his expertise. And that brings me interest by asking about these these little things that kind of spark my interest, if that makes sense. There's, you know, everything's connected. Uh, so how does this apply to podcasting? For me personally, it's it's church. Uh, for the past, I don't know, five, six, seven years, I haven't even been to church, honestly. And a big part of that is because of this, is because of podcasting. The same tingly feeling that I get on me when I'm at church is the same tingly feeling I get when I really connect with the person that I interview or that I'm speaking with. But it takes being present. It takes being completely absorbed in the moment. It takes being wrapped up and in tune with the person sitting across from me or next to me in order to get that feeling of connectedness. I don't know if the other person feels it. I'm going to start asking people, but (laughs) I'm I'm sure they do at least at some point because it's, you know, I can feel it. They can feel it. And I'm sure the audience can feel it because I get a lot of compliments whenever I have a great guest on the show. And it's, it's clear when I look at the views when I felt something good, the guest felt something good, and the audience feels something good because the views go up. So it's a return on investment. And not just increasing views, 
but also just just feeling good. You know, whenever I leave a interview and I have, you know, and I've given my all to just be present, put on my blinders and it's just me and that one person. It's just me and you. It's just me and you. It's nothing else matters. You know, a sick kid doesn't matter. A, a wrecked car doesn't matter. Nothing matters except for me and you in this moment. That is the the greatest reward I could ask for when I leave because it makes my day a lot better. You know, I feel a lot lighter when I'm walking down the street. I, you know, and then you never know. Like, even if this person doesn't bring me business specifically, they can introduce me to a hundred other people that will bring me business and bring monetary gain uh, because of the podcast. Or just a lifelong friend or mentor. I've met a lot of those in Savannah and Chicago just by interviewing people and being present and being one-on-one, being, you know saying, in one place. And that's so hard to do. It's a skill that you have to learn, but it's a skill that can bring you untold benefit in your life. Uh, and again, the audience can feel it. The audience can feel it. They don't want to leave it. And you're adding value to the world and not noise. And this is something I harp on a lot. And I'm going to continue to do so, but I hate podcasts out there who just just add noise. It's just more noise. You're not bringing anything special. You're not adding to people's lives. Like, you know, just don't do a podcast just because you can. Just because you have a large social media following doesn't mean you need a podcast. Just because you're a comedian doesn't mean you need a podcast. Just because you are a, I don't know, business owner doesn't mean you need a podcast. You don't have to add more noise. You have to come to... Come to a podcast with something that you can add value. Bring something special to people's lives when you start a podcast. EO Fire, um, Entrepreneur on Fire is one of my favorite podcasts of all time. But I stopped listening because after a thousand episodes, he's asking the same question to all, all 1,000 people. And it just gets, it, to me, it becomes noise because a lot of the answers are the same answers. Again, I think he's done a lot for the podcast industry. I love listening to his show. It, it was a huge spark for me starting my first podcast, seeing his success. But it's not, I don't know, some some of it's just noise. It's just more people talking, you know, more people talking about the same stuff and nobody's really giving anything special. So, yeah, so think about that. Think about that. That is the way to learn the most when you are doing something with such enjoyment that you don't notice that the time passes. I am sometimes so wrapped up in my work that I forget about the noon meal. Albert Einstein. Uh, I think we've all been there. I've been there several times. I'm, I'm there every time I record this record this show, especially today because it's a topic that I love talking about. But yeah, so yeah, thank you to... Mihai Csikszentmihalyi. Mihai Csikszentmihalyi. Mihai. I still screwed it up. Mihai Csikszentmihalyi. Yeah, so thank you to you for your work, writing this book on focus and on the flow. And uh, thank you guys for watching. If you want to record a podcast or in improve your podcast, go to podonthego.com and find a studio near you. If you want to launch a podcast, just reach out to me, info at podonthego.com. Thank you guys for watching. I appreciate you so much. Peace out. <laughs>